2: I am he, and you know what? You are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we live life like it matters, and good thing, right? I mean, there's 24 hours in a day. You're sleeping 8 to 10 of it, right? Uh, You use the bathroom, shower, all that stuff, maybe an hour of that a day, eating meals, maybe uh, two to three hours. You see what I'm saying? So one of 24, To work on you. One of 24 uh, to get that noodle a a little sharper. One out of 24 uh, to to take control of the uh, command center of the human experience, the human brain, and uh, get it working for you and question yourself and consider things and look at things. And so today you're so blessed. Matter of fact, this week, so blessed because uh, my weekend was like many weekends in my life. Um, I uh, went without sleep, I uh, wore myself out, I laid myself out in the field of life, I spent myself in a worthy cause, uh, and uh, we had an impact on 12 people's lives, one of those lives being my own. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to be joined by graduating team members of Team 236. You know, there are two base drivers in life, we call it Neuro-Associative Conditioning. Uh, and what those are is the avoidance of pain, and the desire for pleasure. You know, you can get all cutesy, bootsy, and all corporatey, and uh, you know uh, all those presentations and all the cute little red, green, yellow thing. Uh, you can be an animal, you can be a color, uh, but you know when you get through all the fluff, uh, you're either moving towards something. Or you're moving away from something. See, these are the innate motivators that every human being responds to. And, and sometimes in order to move toward the good news, we must first be willing to take the, the bad news. And the problem is most people avoid bad news. It's called self-medicating. We don't deal with stuff. Um, uh, at some point, things need to be dealt with because as the mechanic told his customer, you, you can pay me now or you can pay me later. And today we're going to unpack this, This, you know, pay the piper. You know, somehow we've lost the concept of uh, choices have consequences. And we're so wrapped up in our freedoms. And don't tell me what to do with my body. Don't tell me how to live my life. I'm 17 years old. I'm a grown adult. I'm 18 years old. I'm a grown adult. I mean, even, uh, you know, I love my daughter. Even when my daughter got married, she did some things I didn't want to do. She didn't do anything terrible, but, uh, you know, she didn't... Uh, get my permission, and then she made me a promise that she was going to do something before her husband got married, and which was and she backed out and, and basically disrespected me and, and basically told me, uh, I really don't care what you think. She did it with love. She said she's at peace with God, but she basically said she she really didn't care what I thought, and so did her fiancé. Say, said, well, I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way. I really don't care what you think. So uh, it's cool. No, no bitterness, all that. But it was very clear, and there was a consequence for that. Though, uh, my relationship with my daughter is good, but it's never been what it was. Uh, she took a, a spot from me, a thing from me that would never be replaced, uh, and so it is what it is. What it is. It's not bitterness. It's not anger. Uh, but it is about a consequence, and we've forgotten that concept. That choice is our consequence because we get so self-righteous. Don't tell me what to do. And here's the weirdest thing. We start believing that this is who we are. You know, remember, by the time a child is six years old, the majority of their map of reality is in place. And so what you got to realize uh, is, is that there are structures in place already that are causing us to act the way we act. And one thing we got to realize is there's going to be an accounting of our lives. You know, first of all, uh, God told us that. You know there are lots of covenants in the Bible, but if you go to Genesis nine, this is important. Why Genesis nine? Because the world had just been destroyed. Noah now and, and the seven of them. There was eight that were saved, in a in a pretty good sampling of the of the animal kingdom, right? There there I'll read it to you. Then God, they all landed on land, and this is what God did. Then God blessed Noah and his sons, saying to them, "Be fruitful, and increase in number, and fill the earth." The fear and dread of you will fall on all the beasts of the earth and on all the birds of the sky, on every creature that moves along the ground, and on all the fish in the sea. They are given into your hands. Everything that lives and moves about will be food for you. Just as they gave you green plants, I now give you everything. But you must not eat meat that has its lifeblood still in it. And for your lifeblood, I will surely demand an accounting. I will demand an accounting from every animal and from each human being, too. I will demand an accounting for the life of another human being. Whoever sheds human blood by humans shall their blood be shed. For in the image of God has God made mankind. You know, there's a lot of issues in life that people can't figure out. There they are, right, in Genesis 9, the Noahic Covenant. And think about it. There was a few beginnings, right? God tells us there's a few beginnings. Genesis 1-1 is in the beginning. John 1-1 is in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was, uh, the Word was with God, and the Word was God, right? And he made all things, he w- w- dwelt among us. So this new beginning in Genesis 9 is a different beginning. And I'm telling you, we all can have a new beginning. We can have a new beginning anytime we want by drawing a line in the sand and making a choice to do different. But you want to consider this. You know, Genesis 1.1 is in the beginning. Genesis 6.5 is, man, did I mess up. The Lord regretted that he had made man on this earth, and it grieved him to his heart. Think about that. The new covenant that was made to Noah, you know, the father of us all, if you think about it, it applies to us. We can start new. We can start fresh. We can be, but we're going to have an accounting. Three times in that verse, it says there will be an accounting. I will demand an accounting. It is appointed for man to die one time, and then comes the judgment. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to live a life uh, of understanding that our choices have consequences. And as a parent, one of the most guilt-ridden jobs I've ever done is to raise kids. And today unlike Like It Matters Radio, you're going to hear from two young men. Both were in my class this weekend. One was a student. One was a staff member. One is the son of my, uh, a friend of my son. One is my son. They were both there this weekend. And you're going to realize that our, our belief systems, our choices have consequences. And that's why at all, some point we're all going to have to pay the piper. And it's an idiom. To pay the piper means to accept and to bear the consequences for some action or circumstance. Usually something you've done wrong or badly. The expression originate, originated about 1618. Uh, It comes from the story, The Pied Piper of Hamlin. The story of The Pied Piper takes place in the 1200s, the town Hamlin. It had a rat infestation. A man in colorful clothes offered to get rid of all the rats for a fee. The town agreed, and the man played a pipe to get all the rats to leave the town and drown themselves in the nearby river. When the piper came to collect payment, the townspeople told him that they would not pay him. The rats were already gone. So they had no reason to make good on their debt. As revenge, the Pied Piper played his pipe to get all the children of to town to follow him away. And they lost all their kids. Now, I'm not saying that, but ladies and gentlemen, our choices have consequences. Why that matters because you don't have to live in the yesterday's choices. You can start fresh. I don't care what your parents believed. I don't care what happened to you. You are not a product of your past. Up until now, a lot of people act that way, but you don't have to be. You can make a choice. You can draw a line in the sand. You can do something different. You can have a change of heart. You can have a change of mind. You can have a change of belief. And since everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief, if you change what you believe, you change what you do. And see, that's why James said, Faith without works is dead. He wasn't disagreeing with Paul, who said it is faith alone by grace alone and Christ alone, to the glory of God alone, the Bible alone, the five solas of the Reformation. What he was saying is that there's a real change inside of you, then it'll show up on the outside. Because why? The piper's been paid. Te telestai. See, te telestai is an accounting term, it means paid in full. And we're all building up a bill. And at some point, we're going to have to pay the piper, both spiritually, relationally, emotionally, and physically. After the break, we're going to talk to some recent graduates of Team 236 and see how you can start fresh whenever you choose. I'm Black. Let's come back for a new beginning.
3: That's likeitmatters.net.
0: Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
5: The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound
3: decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, and we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools.
5: The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family.
3: Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
2: Hi, I'm Anthony Commerce with Commerce Water. Let us build you a long-lasting, high-efficiency water softener. If you contact us now, you'll get $400 off our new wet technology water softener. Do it right
6: the first time. Contact Comers.com.
2: welcome back to like it matters radio radio like it matters inspiration education and application you know life is a series of you know give and take uh, a series of choices and those choices have consequences and consequences don't necessarily need to be bad they can be good consequences but there needs to be taught to all people the connection of cause and effect, of choice and consequences. You know, as I walk with God, I realize uh, two things. Number one, God doesn't remove the consequences from my choices. Now, he removes the ultimate eternal consequences if I accept his grace. But, uh, you know, there's a, I have to pay the piper on this planet. You know, when we're in Rome, we do as the Romans do. But, you know, our choices do have consequences. And even though God doesn't remove those consequences, God walks with us on those consequences. And really, isn't that what a great parent should do? Uh, even though our children have consequences, we walk with them in it. We teach them. We talk with them. Uh, we help them understand I, too, have made that type of mistake. And, and in the process, we grow, we learn. The problem is most people don't want the, 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 to face the piper. They don't want to get the tally. Uh, They fill the tallies it makes them afraid and so what I do in my class is I create an environment for each individual to come in I put a lot of pressure on them so they can learn a lot about themselves Uh, And in the process they ask and answer important questions. Who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose if today was my last day on this planet? Did it matter one bit that I was given the gift of life? How do I want to be remembered when I'm no longer on this planet? What do I want said about me and then I teach them how they work uh, there are three-part being. You have a body that's a machine, and there are rules to that machine, just like your car, just like a computer, uh, just like a radio-controlled c- r- uh, vehicle, right? There are rules. And then you've got to understand how the mind works, because the mind runs the machine. And when you're dealing with the mind, you're dealing with the conscious and the unconscious. And most people focus on the 3 to 5% of the conscious, but the problem is it's the unconscious, it's the programming, it's the stuff that's been in there for decades. That's running the show. show. So you gotta learn the rules of the unconscious mind. If you're gonna make any lasting change, you must follow the rules of the unconscious mind. And then we have to deal with the spiritual component. Whether that be God, whether that be your bigger connection, whether you think your crystals send this energy, and, or whatever it is, I'm not right here to mock your beliefs. But I would sure have you challenge your beliefs and out of all the beliefs there are, is that a good one for you? Is it getting you what you want? And that's all, uh, you know, you can make your own choices. The Bible's clear, and I believe it, that it's appointed for a man to die one time, and then comes a judgment. Just like in Leadership Awakening, I have some modules, I lay out some activity, I teach you some things, and then Module 5 is the first half of your final exam, where you get to see how well have you learned, how well have you committed, how well have you kept your promise. And so today we're blessed because we're going to have a couple of people that joined us in my class last uh, weekend. Uh, we changed uh, some great people's lives and some great people are, 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 are in new beginnings. It's a brand new week this week. So let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to phone line number one. Let's welcome Parker to Like It Matters Radio. How are you doing, Parker? Really good. Thank you for the introduction. Oh, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. So, Parker, tell me a little bit about you. How old are you? 22. As of G- Awesome. A couple months. Well, con- well, congratulations. What a great birthday present. Blade birthday present, huh? Boy, that's oh, a. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Christian's kind of gave you one of the best birthday presents you ever got, huh? For sure. I-, I can say that it was, you know, a
5: massive present compared to any kind of, you know, item you could put in a get, you know, like wrap
2: up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's priceless. Right. I mean, I've talked to most of your team members and, uh, uh, people are like, man, I feel born again. I feel like I'm walking different. I'm talking different. My wife says, wow, what happened to you? I mean, uh, have you noticed any of that you're, how you're carrying on differently? Oh, for sure. And I, I think I mentioned it to
5: you as well, but one of the first things that my brother said to me when I got here was, have you been working out?
2: <laughs> <Just carrying laughs> oh, out that's right. realizing it. Oh, and I told you, to me it reminds me, I don't know, it was some type of ED commercial Viagra or something. Years ago, I remember it was this real nerdy-looking guy kind of walking with a peak. Pretty big stride into the office in the morning and as he walks by some guy, Hey Bob, you looking good. Oh thank you. He got a big smile on his face. Hey Bob, you have been working out? Oh no. <laughs> hey Bob, did you get a haircut? Oh no. And because he's walking with confidence, he's walking with a stride in his step, he's standing taller, he's got a big old smile on his face. And and I told you in class, you're gonna act different without even realizing it. You're gonna talk different, you're gonna carry yourself different. Uh you've noticed that, haven't you?
5: Oh yeah, I mean, even during the training, I noticed that my voice was just changing a little bit too, just from yeah. being less uh, less uncertain.
2: Yep, yep. And let's be honest, that uncertainty that you had in class, isn't that true? It's an uncertainty you've had in life, correct?
5: Yes, in in all areas, I'd say.
2: Yeah. Now you're you're a pretty smart guy. Are you? Are, do you have a college degree? Not yet. I have
5: one semester left, and then I will have a dual major. A degree in what? Uh, computer engineering and German.
2: Okay, so uh, language is hard to learn, especially as a grown-up. So German is a hard language. That's my motherland. My mother's full of German. Uh, in computer technology, did you say?
5: Yeah, computer engineering.
2: Yeah, so engineering. So you got an engineering brain, right? You measure three times, cut once, uh, prove it, right? Uh, left brain thinker. Exactly. So, so going into my class, and you're hearing on 48 hours will change your life. 48 hours. I mean, honestly, you're 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 a you're a scientist. You're a very uh, a linear thinker. What, what what was your thought about all that when you heard all that? I was honestly pretty
5: confused. I, I didn't really have a whole you know, a good idea of what it was going to be. Um, But I think that's also part of the process. And it was mostly just trusting my friend. I I didn't, I'm not sure that I was confident 48 hours on its own could really change a person, but you have proven
2: me wrong. Cool. Well, that's cool. But you, so you went and said, okay, I'm going to trust. I mean, you know, a lot of people that have been through my training, correct? Yes. Yeah, Christian. My son Christian he probably has thirty of his friends, and you know Brett Wassel has sent hundreds of people from Arlington, uh, Arlington Seven Day Adventist School, Burton Adventist Academy. When uh, Miss White was uh, a principal, when you were there, uh, many of the teachers went through. Mr. Simpson, uh, you know, all those went through my training. So a lot of people have been through. So you went in the class the first five minutes into it because it's intense. What you think and what's going through your head? I had mentioned to uh, Mr. Black Jr., Christian, that I didn't really want to go
5: into a class that, you know, is kind of like, I guess, the other kind of self-improvement classes. I wanted something that was really serious. And yeah. my initial impression, I, I was angry. Not not at him or not at you. I was just really, yeah. I guess, uncomfortable uh, right from yeah. the get-go. But I knew that it was going to be difficult, and I knew that I had committed
2: yep. to it. So yeah. I, I was and you were to were shaking. it all the way through. <laughs> Yeah, you were shaking. Uh, It didn't stop you. I mean, the courage you had, that told me so much about you, Parker. Because I always tell people this, fear. You know, people talk about fear and and people, I'm not afraid of this, not afraid of that. And then they talk about courage. And I say, well, in order to have courage, because people say, I don't feel any fear. I don't feel any fear. And then I say, well, you can't be courageous. Because by definition, courage requires the presence of fear. And people that pretend that they're not afraid of anything, it's called avoidance. Uh, They're not facing they're not being realist. uh, They're not facing reality. The key is fear is just a feeling. You know that now it's a byproduct of 63 known chemicals and you can feel the fear and do it anyways. And that's what happened. You felt that fear. You were shaking in your boots. Your voice was cracking, but you had committed that you were going to give it your all and, and trust the process. Uh, and, I mean, 48 hours in my class, how do you feel? I mean, what's different about you? I mean, was it worth it? I mean, did it make an impact on you? Just tell us a little bit about your post-class feeling. Oh, for sure. I'd
5: say that perhaps before I didn't really have a strong reason to get up in the morning and go do things. Um, It was mostly just checking boxes and trying to, you know, there's like the normal – American life that a lot of people set out and then they follow and maybe at some point when they're like 40 or 50 they realize like hey what how did I get here um and it sounds kind of silly but at you know when I turned 22 I kind of realized like oh okay I'm actually getting a little bit older um and then after the class I kind of I kind of had that awakening a lot earlier where you know the leadership awakening but there's a, there's actually purpose to the things that I'm doing and I feel excited about the things that I'm doing not that they weren't interesting or impressive before but now I personally believe in them.
2: That's huge, because your belief system means so much. And we talked about it in class. You know, if all the stuff I gave you, if you thought that no matter what you did, you were going to fail, your effort level would be totally different, correct?
5: Oh yeah, and I saw that firsthand. I I mentioned it a few times, and I've mentioned it to some of my closer friends. But even going into competitions, because I compete in a couple of different esports, but. When, when you i used to just say before i would go to tournaments i'd say oh i'll try I'll, I'll try to do my best and people would try to you know hype me up and everything and those are the tournaments that i had some of the worst performances of my life just because of the you know the belief system of i'll try rather than i'm going to do well
2: oh it's it's huge and and this is what people don't get uh, everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system and are either going to motivate us or they're going to demotivate us. They're going to make us uh, bitter or better. They're going to make us feel good or bad. They're going to make us want to lift other people up or push other people down. They're going to make us uh, hold our pound of flesh and keep a record wrong or, or offer grace and mercy. They're going to make us forgiving or they're going to make us wrathful. You know and that's what I'm saying there, there has to be an accounting at some point there's accounting and you saw that in the class where I push 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 to squeeze some of the some of the gunk out of it and some people wouldn't let go of the gunk uh, they'd held on to it and in your class we had someone quit uh, you know here's a right. young guy good-looking guy gifted physically gifted in some areas that you and I will never be gifted in uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and then yeah, and the guy ran away. I mean, every break, uh, every time we let you guys go, he wouldn't come back in. He was, he was a little kid. And the problem is, those choices have consequences. Those choices have consequences in the class. Look, look at how your class grew once he went away. Uh, and I got, I got a story. Hey, Parker, can you hold on during the break? Stay with me. I want to ask you two more questions after the break. Can you stay with us? For sure. Awesome, awesome. I am Black. Today we're talking about paying the piper, and we're joined by Team 236. We'll be right back after these messages. The fight for the unborn is raging in our country. The Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade, clearing the way for many states to ban or severely limit abortion. The debates have never been stronger. During this critical time, the award-winning film The Matter of Life cuts through the rhetoric and
0: hatred and exposes the real issues surrounding the plight of the unborn. The Matter of Life. Stream it today at SalemNow.com and have your own life transformed
2: as you watch The Matter of Life.
0: Half-off school tuition? It's real. Avail Academy. Blaine her high school campus, is offering one, 50% off tuition for the upcoming school year for a new family. For more info, go to availacademy.org. Mention the voucher, availacademy.org. Join the Freedom Insider Club today, and you could win a copy of our Regnery Book of the Month, Storm and the Land of Rain. This memoir by Sylvia Foti uncovers the hidden past of her war hero grandfather. Register to
1: win at freedom1570.com. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project.
7: Hey, can we get that
1: back over here?
2: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Black, uh, and yes, we uh, do have we have a class every about three to four weeks. Uh, have a listener ask uh, uh, if you go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net. Matters dot net. We do have a class next month in August. It's in Vegas. I think we just closed it. I, we like to keep about sixteen. I think the Vegas class is at sixteen. Uh, September one through three, we're in Mini. uh, I'm sorry, we're back here in Dallas. Uh, and again, I think that was just added to close, but, uh, uh, we could probably put a one or two people on a waiting list because people do, uh, rearrange. And then, uh, October, we're back in Vegas, uh, in November, uh, I, I don't see a class of November, December 1st through 3rd, uh, we have a class of Minneapolis. That'll be our last class of the year. So go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net. 48 hours will change your life. Uh, today we have Parker with us. Parker just graduated from Leadership Awakening. Hey, Parker, you know, now that you've been through the class, you've seen it from the other side. I have a lot of people have been listening to me on the radio for years, uh, been following me around maybe for even longer than that. Why should someone go to my training? You're a 22-year-old guy who's uh, just went through my training, uh, getting his degree. Um, why should someone go to my training? It's
5: really in the name. It's the awakening it's it's figuring out again what you're passionate about and what you want and making sure that you're satisfied with your life
2: yeah and boy that asking those questions at 22 years old remember when i told you beforehand i said so many people told me i wish i would have had this training at his age now you see what i'm talking about right to know what you know and, and you got a lot you got a lot of chance to clean some things up right i mean one of your big things now parker you're a high performer right what what was your gpa when you graduated high school 4.0. Four point oh. Okay, what's the GPA in college? Four <laughs> point You lose, you loser, you loser, you reject. Come on, <laughs> right? And boy, and Parker, it's never good enough, is it for you? You have this perfect. You had this perfection, right? Oh yeah, my perfectionism was
5: uncontrolled. I would say, it, you know, even a low A, a ninety two and ninety three, you know, people would tell me like, oh man, I wish I had something like that, but it wasn't good enough for me.
2: Yeah, you felt like a shameful, right? You felt disgraced, like, man, I let people down, man. I let my parents down, I let me down, right? I mean, and that's a 92 or 93, right? Exactly. Yeah, now, how did that affect you? Did it keep you from doing things? Did it take away your joy? What do you think the consequence of that was? Oh, you hit it right on the nail. I I got slightly better during my fourth year at college,
5: so this last year, but I'd say the first three and a half years or so, it it stopped me from doing basically everything it would be on the weekends. I need to study. I need to do this homework. Um, you know, even like eating, I, I would forget to eat sometimes because I was so dedicated to making sure I got, you know, the highest grade possible.
2: And a lot of probably some depression in there, probably some overwhelm, like you didn't think you could do it. You're not good enough. I mean, I'm sure it created a lot of uh, emotional distress throughout the years too. Correct. Oh, right. And it, again, like you said, it was never good enough. So, regardless of what the result
5: was, it it was still, you know, upsetting.
2: Yeah. And so how, how did that affect your relationship with your parents? It probably hurt that relationship. You probably felt like you never measured up that if you didn't do something good enough, then they wouldn't love you. I mean, was there any of that going on? Exactly. My, my parents have high expectations, which is a good standard to set. But when you're
5: trying to fulfill them at the expense of your health and, and things like eating, that's when it becomes a problem.
2: Yeah, and you were all that, and and you look at you. You're a you're a good all American guy. I mean, you've never been arrested. You're not smoking crack cocaine. You're not, you know, you know, at two o'clock in the morning, walking down downtown Dallas, looking for an evening. You know, so I mean, you're a pretty good kid as a general, right? But yet, a lot of loneliness, a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, and never measuring up, and it's robbed you so much, but that's no longer part of your life. And see, that's what the fear of, uh, of success is. There's a, there's a, people don't even know that. There's this fear of success, and then we get having to work hard and having to be perfect. And what happens is even if uh, we, we got things happening and people on the outside think, wow, look how lucky you are, look how good you're doing, people are miserable. That's why you see these successful people, these wealthy people, these people that seem to have it all, and they take their life. And you're like, what could Kate Spade be thinking? What could John Belushi be thinking? What could these famous people be thinking that have all this money, all this fame? And you know exactly. It doesn't matter what other people think. What matters is what happens between the stimulus and the response, correct? Right.
5: And we learned a lot about that this last weekend. Yeah.
2: A lot. Absolutely a lot. And, you know, we talk about um, consequences. Remember the guy who quit our class? Of course. Yeah, remember how we kept said, told him, and I had to, told one of your team members, he needs to know if he quits his, if he quits his class, he's going to lose his job. Remember we told him, man, your job's on the line. Remember we said all that to him, and he kept quitting and kept quitting, and we finally let him go, right? Remember all that, right? Oh, of course. Yeah, some people, yeah. They, they just can't see what's right in front of them and what they need to do. No. It's what you so, were talking so about, what? the yeah.
5: avoidance of being
1: uncomfortable.
2: Yep, and guess what happened? He went home and he lost his job. And so guess what? He called me up yesterday, called it Valerie, begging uh, Valerie if he can come back, uh, that he'll pay for it. He wants to come back. He was wrong to quit, wrong to think he wants his job back. He wants to do this. And would you please let him in? So again, choices have consequences. Those six people, because there were six uh, other people in there with you, their lives were changed. Is your life changed today because of leadership awakening?
5: Absolutely. It's, Uh, complete 180 from all these negative things we were talking about before complete 180.
2: Yep. And those other people, you know, this I've talked to every other person, every other person in that class, you know, their life was changed, correct? Yes. I I've been in contact with them still. and, And I've mentioned that watching these
5: people go through the changes and I'm sure them watching me go through a change. It's one of the most powerful
2: experiences, if not the most most powerful experience that of my entire life so far. Yeah, incredible. And I've been doing this for 30 years. I've taken 15,000 people through that process. Uh, just imagine the lives that I've intersected with at that level. And, uh, you know, choices have consequences. And you were doing pretty good before. But because of the way some of those things were being twisted, you were actually hurting yourself. Uh, you were taken away. And now you feel more congruent. You feel more alive. And what are you hopeful for, Parker? What's your biggest hope as you move forward?
5: I'm hopeful to keep this up. I'm hopeful to really internalize and, you know, process the training. It, it is a 48 hours to turn your life around, but at the end of the day, you also need to, you know, do it on your own time as well.
2: Yep. Amen. It's work, right? Right. There, you practice, practice, practice. That's the best way to get Carnegie Hall. You study for your test, you prepare for your quizzes. Uh, and if we do that for a momentary thing that just puts a paper on the wall, what about for every day for the rest of our lives? Because as God says, and I know you and I have a little bit different beliefs, but uh, um, God demands an accounting. And by the way, no big deal. Uh, but, you know, I'm a man of God. You're uh, an agnostic, which is uh, you made a choice to not decide yet. No big deal. But, you know, I, I am a man of God and I share my faith. But at no point did I, did, did I ever push anything on you, did I?
5: No, you're, you were extremely accommodating. You, you were always making sure that you were keeping yourself in check with all that. Not, not yeah. that you really needed to, but the way that you integrate it into the class, you can truly see how, how much belief you have and how well you know, you've studied everything to be able to connect it at that level. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, thank you. I appreciate that because people think this is a religious class. No, the man that's leading is a man of God. So if you looked at my manual I wrote 30 years ago, there's not a single piece of scripture. I don't think you'd probably find the the name God in there. I just don't think it'd be in there. But what happens from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so uh, what we put into our system at some point is going to come out, whether that's be anger or hatred or bitterness or racism or bigotry or love or the Bible – uh, and you learned that this week, and when life squeezes you, the only thing that can come out of you is what 's in you right you You experience that
5: oh for sure and and that 's what you were talking about the first couple you know minutes in the class when I was probably i i'd say I was uncomfortable a lot, but that was one of the most uncomfortable experiences of my life, and you saw what it resulted in me shaking <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, but you overcame it. That's why I'm so proud of you. You overcame it. You trusted. And that's why I told you, you just don't realize it. Without a doubt, you're a child of God because your heart opened up to me. You were willing. uh, And, you know, the cool thing, you know why I'm a believer? Because I don't have – I used to have this uh, having to be perfect too. And then when I realized I couldn't be perfect, it broke my heart and I beat myself up and I trash-talked myself. And then I realized that that was why, if I was perfect, then Jesus Christ would have never had to die on the cross. What a waste of blood. I mean, what a mean father we'd have. But because I couldn't be perfect, and God knew that because he made me, he says, you don't have to be perfect. I'll send my son down to be perfect in your stead. And so because of that, I just want you to know that having to be perfect drove me. I was never good enough. I was always working me better. And when I realized that my God loves me in my imperfection, he, he wouldn't love me if I was perfect, because then he wouldn't need to die for me. He wouldn't need to do any of the stuff. But because of what he gave, I mean, I love you, uh, Parker, because of what I poured into you. You saw me, right? I poured into you. I gave you heart, body, and soul. I poured myself out for you. Yes or no?
5: Absolutely. And you did that for every single person in the class, even the yep. individual that chose yep. to leave.
2: Yeah. Every, and see, Parker, you just hit on the nose. That's what Jesus Christ did for all of us. Every single one of us even those of us that choose to leave, even those of us that choose to push them away. And you and I are going to walk in that area. Let's let's learn this together. Let's figure this out together because uh, there's only one omniscient, and it sure ain't me. And I don't think it's you either, just so you know. <laughs> so uh, I appreciate it, my friend. Uh, I'm honored to walk with you. Any last words you want to say to me or the uh, listening audience? I can just say you should go to Leadership Awakening. It is
5: definitely worth it. Mr. Black is one of the most intelligent and driven individuals that I've ever come across. And I'm happy to call my friend.
2: Oh, appreciate it, brother. You too. Hopefully I'm looking forward to someday calling you my brother. Wink, wink. <laughs> All right, Parker, <laughs> God bless you, my friend. We'll talk soon. Okay. Sure. All right, Thank buddy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know about you, but I believe my ministry is my life. My mission field is when I walk out the door, when I pick up the phone, where I open Facebook. And when someone comes in my path, I see a need, I meet a need. So today we're talking about paying the piper because our choices have consequences, the good and the bad. We'll be right back after these messages.
3: That's likeitmatters.net. Sightseeing in Paris, at the
0: mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Freedom 1570 is proud to air the Pledge of Allegiance every weekday morning. If you're a veteran, current service member, or a first responder, we would like to honor your service by having you recite the pledge. If you're interested, please call us today and we'll book a time for you to visit our studios. The number is 651-289-4410. That's 651-289-4410. Then join us for the pledge each weekday morning at 730.
4: With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey.
7: Hotair.com. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to leadership awakening.
1: For probably two-thirds of my
2: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Black. And today we're talking about really two drivers in life, the avoidance of pain and the desire for pleasure. You know, we're either moving away from something or we're moving towards something. Uh, These are the innate motivators that every human being responds to. You know, as a leader, our job is to motivate. The word motivate means to move. Think about the people in your life, how many tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people have walked, crossed your path. How many have you motivated to a better life? How many have you moved to be more? How many are redeemed now? How many are better? How many are bitter? How many are more hopeful? Or how many are less hopeful? You know, sometimes in order to move toward the good news, we must be first be willing to take the bad news. And a lot of people aren't willing to take the bad news as a Christian. The bad news is I'm a sinner, uh, that I need a savior. Uh, and some of you are afraid to admit that you've been put down all your life. You've been told you're not enough. And so you don't want to follow up to God that says you're not good enough, whatever, whatever you, the weird stuff in your head. But I get it. I get it. But at some point, things need to be dealt with. You know, there's a lot of pain, a lot of hurt, a lot of disappointment, a lot of uh, frustration. And, and that's what's cool about Leadership Awakening. We create an environment for each individual to take a 100% honest look at themselves and then make some changes. And my training is so good that even if you're not sitting in the chair as a student, you're just in the room watching it it has a great impact. You know, one of the great blessings uh, that I've got to experience the last couple of years is my son. Uh, because uh, I am the master trainer, I am Mr. Black, I wrote this training. Uh, my kids, in all fairness, would never be able to go through my training. I knew that. And I was hoping my daughter, I used to have a teen trainer for me, Mindy Colvin, uh, and I begged her to stay on for one more year so my daughter, Faith, could go through the training and Mindy was done with me. She'd had enough of me. So she didn't uh, wasn't willing to do that. So my kids never went through my training. And so uh, my son Christian uh, started staffing with me. And uh, why don't I just let him bring the rest on. So let's go ahead and open the phone lines and welcome Black Junior to the radio show. Hey, buddy, how are you? I'm doing great. How about you? <laughs> huh? uh, in the hands of God, you know, my my typical response, in the hands of God, yeah. Dale Valente. Yeah. If he wanted me somewhere else, I'd be there. So, uh, <laughs> hey, so uh, th- thank you again for this weekend. Great class, huh?
6: Yeah, amazing, amazing.
2: Si- six changed lives. Uh, every single one of them. I-, I read the reports after I got home. Every single one of them had an impact. I've talked to them since class. Uh, six changed lives, and then we just said Parker. Parker's your friend, uh, uh, and man, what was your hope for Parker? When you why did you refer Parker? What did you want for Parker to get out of class?
6: Um, honestly, the the main thing was just confidence in himself. I know that's something that up until now he's struggled with. Um, you know, he would just talk to me about these things, and I I mentioned it to him uh, a long, long time ago. And he just kind of was like, eh, you know, I don't know. And then so I started sending all my other friends. And then finally one day, uh, probably about six seven months ago, he's like, "Man, when are you gonna send me? I want to know what all this hype's <laughs> about, you know?" Because I'd sent probably like eight or nine other people since then, and he was like, "Hey, you know, I want to, I want to get a piece of this." So it was <laughs> awesome.
2: Yeah, it's a, and you got a chance to watch. And, you know, he trusted from the beginning. I mean, even at the beginning where he's shaking in his boots. You know, you can see his yeah. face is scared, but he's wanting to do everything. But look how much he grew in 48 hours. I mean, it's technically impossible. He grew probably uh, in 48 hours about 10 human earth years uh, just in his confidence, just in his cleaning up. I mean, he's walking. Told you
6: hear his brother goes, hey, you working out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He told me that because I, I was – I was checking in on him, you know, just being like, oh, how to go talking to your family. And he was just like, oh, my, the first thing my brother says is, oh my gosh, have you been working out?
2: God yeah, would die See,
6: laughing cause, 48
2: yeah. hours, and he's standing taller. He's looking bigger. He has confidence. And his brother, who sees him regularly, said he looks so different. He asked him if he's working out. I mean, that shows you the difference. For two days. Yeah. See, the body releases. You you know this. You've been around this all your life. You know, uh, we release chemicals based on what we're thinking about, based on our physiology, and based on our breathing. And and when we stand tall and look up and breathe fully, we feel different than we. Put our hands in our pockets, slouch over, and feel sorry for ourselves. Play the victim. Oh, he doesn't like me. I'm black, or I'm white, or I'm this, or I'm that. I mean, man, we got to put our big boy pants on and quit feeling sorry for ourselves. Uh, You know, you were raised in a tough environment. You know, stuff happens, and you gotta you gotta just pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit it again. You knew that, grown up, correct? Yeah. Yep. Very very clearly. Yeah, life is hard. I mean, the Bible is pretty clear. Life is not fair, and life is hard. So, you know, God tells us to look for the narrow path. He says there's two paths. One's wide. It's easy. A lot of people are on it. It's leading to destruction. But there's a narrow one. He said very few are on it. Very few will find it. And he says it's hard, but he says find that one. And in our class, it's really quick. When that door swings open, hello, narrow path, right? (laughs) Hello, (laughs) narrow path. So yeah. what about you? What did, what did you, you know, you've staffed. Now, how many times do you staff now?
6: This is my fourth time staffing.
2: Yeah,
6: it's pretty cool. And
2: you learn a lot each time you staff, correct?
6: Oh, yeah. There's, there's different things, even though a lot of the stuff, you know, is just part of the class. Uh, even though you, you've heard it before, it's like sometimes it just it registers with you differently. And it's like, wow, I know I've heard that before, but it didn't hit me quite the same last time as it did now, like this is now more applicable to my life than I felt last time, you know, and it's just different things pop out to you, different quotes, different just random things that I'm just like, oh my gosh, I was, I was so emotional in the back of the, the classroom the whole weekend, uh, not just because of, you know, Poku and, and Mr. Peck, but just, you know, making realizations about myself and, yeah. and you know, huh. changes that I can make.
2: Yeah. And that's what's so cool. I do the same thing. And, you know, there are many times because you hear me say that, that stuff's coming on me for the first time. See, I do the same Mm -hmm. activities in each class, but now you've done four classes. You see, but my narrative is never the same. The stories I tell, I don't always tell the same stories. Uh, I don't always say the same things. Uh, Sometimes I bring up articles. Sometimes all of a sudden God brings up different scriptures. It all depends on what's going on in the class, what people have said, what people have shared, what's going on in the the world, what's the news that just happened right before we entered class. It it was like Billy Graham said. Billy Graham said, any good pastor… Is going to have a Bible in one hand and a newspaper in the other. And you see that. I train with a newspaper in one hand and then a whole book of encyclopedias in the other hand. <laughs> the Bible, yeah. uh, uh, biology, physiology, sociology, psychology. I got a workbook over here, a stack of books in one hand and a newspaper in the other hand. Right I think that's a fair analogy, yeah? yeah.
6: <laughs> Absolutely. All of the ologies. Yeah, all the
2: ologies, the ologies, the bugology, the demology, all those ologies. What do you think for yep. you? What's the biggest thing you got this week in staffing? What do you think, if you had to pinpoint one thing that you got, just just being in the back of the room helping out, what do you think that biggest benefit was?
6: Um, honestly, I think it was just uh, really, really powerful for me to see, because uh, I know that this was such an uncomfortable thing for, for Parker. Um, so seeing him trust me, it just kind of showed me, how much sway I can have, and how you know how valuable um a lot of people see my 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 belief on things, you know and so for him to not know at all what he was going into, but just to one hundred percent say, "You know what, you know I'm going to trust him and go with whatever's put in front of me uh that was just really powerful to me and a, a good reminder that you know I am an example. Um, And to live that way, you know, make sure that I'm being the best version of myself because uh, there's a lot of people that are going to be watching um, and uh, I want to I want to do right by them. And so that's right. And,
2: you know, and you're either bringing people closer to what you believe or moving them away. We're all role models for people uh, and we're living our life in such way. And see, that's where I've been blessed. And you've seen that we've had. Tens of thousand people from all walks of life come into my path. And you realize I believe in keeping it simple, soldier, right? Being a great kisser. Keep it simple, soldier. And, you know, just our ministry field is those people that walk in our path. And then we see a need, we meet a need. And then that's brought me now, I have three orphanages in Africa we support. We got a family in Gambia, we got a people in India, we got Pakistani pastors, we have uh, graduates all over the country that we support. You see it. Uh, and all we yeah. do is live live our lives like it matters and that's what you're doing. And you've made an impact in so many people. So I want you to know, Krishna, I love you. I'm so proud of you. I love what's happening with our uh, relationship and it means a lot to me uh, that you're uh, being part of uh, our ministry on this planet. So so I love you, my friend, my buddy, my brother in Christ, and uh, I look
6: forward to our next class together, okay? Absolutely. I love you, too, and I'm, I'm so blessed to be able to be a part of this. Uh, it's life-changing. Amen.
2: Amen. All right, buddy. Have a great day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. You, too. Bye. You no, know, ladies and gentlemen, someday you're going to have to pay the piper. That's why what Jesus said on the cross, he said seven things on the cross. The last thing he said was, Te It is finished. It's an accounting term. I will demand an accounting, God said in the New Covenant in Genesis 3. It is appointed for man to die one time and then comes the judgment. When you live your life like it matters, it does. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does.
1: Are you tired of feeling sticky and hot this summer? Call Air Mechanical to come out and service your air conditioner, recommend a replacement, or discuss dehumidifier options. They have air conditioners in stock and financing is available on new equipment and repairs. If you're ready to start feeling more comfortable and enjoy your summer, think Air Mechanical. Air Mechanical leads the metro area in heating and cooling services. Just go to thinkami.com. For the life
6: of your home,
4: visit think.